0: Hi friend, my name is Danielle Holloran, and I'm the host of the Detail Diary podcast. I'm a self-made online business owner who loves sharing the behind the scenes of my business and inspiring others to follow their dreams. You can find me most days chasing my dog around, relaxing with my husband and wearing basically anything Dusty Rose and Pearls. Think of this as your space to come to feel motivated and inspired to take on your biggest dreams while also just chatting with your best friend. Cozy up for some girl time and get ready to feel uplifted and inspired. Today's episode is brought to you by The Swirl Squad, my middle-tier Patreon membership focused on small business growth and development. Each week, I dive into a new topic through instructional videos and lesson tutorials. When you subscribe, you'll gain access to all previous lessons in the Swirl Squad, like my in-depth mirrored seating chart gridlining process and my wooden sign packaging system, in addition to accessing a new Swirl Squad video every single Friday. Join the Swirl Squad now by visiting the link in the description or heading to patreon.com slash diary. I look forward to seeing you there. Hello and welcome to the Detailed Diary podcast. I'm your host, Danielle Holleran, and today I'm joined by a fellow Rhode Island small business owner. I'm joined by Kira of Linked, Rhode Island. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you.
1: This is an honor.
0: I am so excited to have you on and just chat more about your industry and your business. I feel like it has been exploding and doing so well, and I personally love your business and everything that you've been doing. So if you want to give the listeners just a brief background and introduction on yourself personally and how you kind of even got started in this world of small business.
1: Yeah. So thank you for the introduction. My name is Kira. I am a mom of three boys. I also, I have, I wear many hats, I guess you could say. I'm the owner of LinkedIn. I do work for a financial investment firm as well, full-time as well as running the business. I am a wife of law enforcement and you know it's a busy life that I live, very busy. I'm a an author as well. I have a book out that I wrote a couple of years ago during COVID. It was a workbook for moms because that was a huge passion of mine. And I slowly developed into the business of of owning a small local business that kind of exploded into not just local, and we've now expanded throughout the country
0: which is just crazy. One, even just backtracking, like I cannot believe that you not only have three kids, not only have a business, but also work full time. Like I admire you and I do not know how it is possible. Like you are... And you're unbelievable. Like, it's crazy. How has that like looked for you when you made the introduction of the business into your already like crazy routine? Like, how do you try to manage to even find time for everything? Like, it's incredible.
1: (laughs) I ask myself that every day, and I'm completely serious about that. I go to bed and I just reflect and I'm like, how did that happen today? How did I just get through this day? But you know, I always had this need. There was something that was void. I'm working full time, a mom, which I absolutely adore being a mom. I love, love, love my job. It wasn't that I don't love my job there was just something more and i always had the drive to be an entrepreneur there were little workshops that i used to start up for moms uh, writing a book doing things like that doing my own personal training stuff like that and i just thought this isn't enough like there's got to be more there has to be more something else i love the world of art and creation like i paint on the side i used to work with special needs adults and children in an art-based therapy program. And just art was always a passion of mine. So when I discovered permanent jewelry, which a lot of people don't even know what it is. They think that sounds like a little aggressive for a jewelry. So I like to say claspless jewelry or forever jewelry where I'm able to create a piece of art. I'm able to help a customer create something custom just for them that they love. And that is something that I just started doing kind of on the side. And I thought, all right, like I just want to do this for friends, family. I had a fear of failure. And once I started doing it more and more, people started asking me for it instead of me asking, hey, can I give you this piece? Can I give you this piece? And then it just kind of exploded on its own. And I thought, I just need to dive in and I really need to let this fear go. And when I did, I'm telling you, that's when it absolutely blew up. And it wasn't about finding the time for it. I knew it was right because it just fell in place with how my life already was.
0: I love that. I feel like that's how the best things kind of come about and happen. Like They just take on their own path like for you. And yeah, it just feels like that's the place that you're supposed to be. I absolutely love that. When did you initially start Linked? And I'd love to dive into more like permanent jewelry talk too, because I just think it's such a cool, it's just such a cool space. I love it. But when did you initially start the business? So I actually,
1: it's only been one year. Yeah, I just had my year anniversary. It was last week. So I started a year ago and that was where I started with just Friends and family. And I had this little space at my son's godmother's lash studio. I just thought, you know, can I just put a little table here? Do you mind? And I'll take some people here and there. And that's where it started. And from there, I had, we're now at the place where people from across the country reach out to me and they say, can I do a link to where I am? And I'm like, yeah, let's do it. So I'll open a link throughout different states and they'll just work for me in that state. So it's grown in one year to multiple locations
0: which is absolutely crazy. I remember because my son is going to be a year next month. And after having my son, I like, I don't have any tattoos that like that permanent scares me, but I wanted to do something like my husband wants to get a tattoo for him. But for me, I'm like, Oh, like I want something, but not, you know, something that permanent. So I thought of the idea because I'd seen permanent jewelry everywhere. And I was like, Oh, I would love to get, you know, some piece of permanent jewelry for him. And I was looking up places. And at the time I was like really struggling to find places in Rhode Island. Like there was one in Boston and I don't know, I was just researching. And then, you know, the thought like lost my mind after. And a couple months later, I kept seeing your business and your page everywhere. And I was like, that's so funny because I'd never even realized that there was, you know, linked in Rhode Island, a permanent jewelry place and come to find out it was because you were so new and up and coming. But I feel like because of how popular your business is and just how much it's grown in my head, I'm like, oh, you've been in business forever. But that's incredible that in the past year you've grown so much. I feel like every event that I'm at or I see, I see your table at and it's just incredible that you've been able to kind of integrate your business into all different areas and really network yourself. So I feel like that has helped tremendously.
1: Absolutely. The networking is huge. I am one of those people who I don't like to say no, which is a good and a bad thing. But when other businesses or events reach out and they say, Hey, can you be here? I'm like, yeah, I will make a way to make that happen. I have a great staff. I was able to hire wonderful employees who are able to, if I can't be at an event, they'll be at an event and then I'll be at another event. So we can be at multiple events at a time, but networking is huge and it's all a community and we're all trying to do the same thing. Not the same where we're all doing permanent jewelry or, you know, it's not all the same business, but we're all trying to grow and we're all supposed to help each other in that. And that's Mm -hmm. huge to me.
0: Mm-hmm. And I could not agree more. I talk a lot on the podcast and just like, I feel like in general about how I feel like networking and your local community is often overlooked in this world of small business, especially with like how big social media is. And everyone thinks like social media, social media, like that's the end all be all when in reality, the best way to get your business out there and grow and expand is really just through word of mouth and your local network. Like do not... Diminish the power that that has. And I think it goes to show with your business specifically, like just a word of mouth and local network. Like people want to help fellow small business owners. They want to help fellow women in business and the local community. And definitely like don't push that aside because it can be so helpful. Were you intimidated when, you know, you had people reaching out to like franchise or work for you in a different state across the country. Cause I feel like that is something that, you know, is a whole new big step. So how did that transition look for you expanding out of Rhode Island into different areas?
1: It was scary. To say the least, I actually did turn down a, a ton at first. I had a lot of people reaching out to me saying, Can we have one here? And I said, No, this is this is a Rhode Island thing. I can't, I can't do one anywhere else. Again, that fear of failure would kick in. I I don't know if, if you've heard of this mentorship program in Rhode Island called Score. It's mm-hmm. amazing. And I was lucky enough to partner up with a mentor, and I was speaking with her about it, and she said to me, no, if there's a will, there is a way. And if people are asking for it then they want you and they want you to do it. So we actually looked into the whole franchise thing and it turned into every state has different laws and it was such a big ordeal. But luckily, there was a local woman who approached me first. She was from Rhode Island. Her family's from Rhode Island, but she happened to move to Maryland, DC area. So wonderful. She was a customer of mine and everything. And she said, "You know, I don't want to own a link, but I would work for you if you would own one in a different state, in my state. And that's when it kind of clicked and I said, "You know what? I'm just going to do it." And I trust her and let's just do it. And that was the first step and it was actually like taking that leap. We did it. I opened it. She just had her first huge event at the the DC Wine and Food and Music Festival this weekend knocked it out of the park, did amazing. And the great thing is that I'm able to still, even though we're in different states, I'm able to hold her hand through the whole way. So she's not alone in it. And since then, we've had Miami. Miami right now is training. So we have a Miami, Foxborough, DC, Maryland area, relocations in Rhode Island. So it's grown. And I have people daily reaching out to me and saying, hey, can we open one here? And yeah, so we're taking a lot of applications, which is wonderful.
0: Oh my gosh, that is crazy. I just cannot believe it. I'm so proud of you because I feel like so many people would say, you know what, that just seems like way too much. That is, you know, too big of a decision. You know, all the list can go on of like no, no, no's of why you shouldn't or why you feel like you can't because that's intimidating. Like that is a whole new step in business. And look at how many doors it's opened for you already just in this short period of time. And it must open up such a more unique perspective now on running a business. Now that like, you know, it's not just you, you know, managing your inventory, all of the stuff that goes along with business, but now even more than regionally, you know, you're basically nationally managing a team in different locations. And it just adds, of course, more to your plate, but also just a new perspective on everything, which I just think is so awesome. And I think that even just from my perspective, like there's been so many instances in my business where, you know, I've had to make decisions and I've said no for this certain reason, or maybe I've invested in something and, you know, I'm really hoping that something pays off and it can be so nerve wracking. So for anyone who's listening, if like you have a decision that you're contemplating and you know, you're really scared to take the leap, you talk to people around and just hear different stories about how, you know, those leaps of faith can really work out and be so incredibly beneficial. I know hearing something like this is just so inspiring and I've just been loving everything that you've been doing. Another thing that I think is really great is how you've been getting involved in the local community. I know that we mentioned like all of the events that you do and things like that, but I know that one of the towns in Rhode Island recently suffered the loss of a young woman in the community with a very sudden death. And it was just very tragic for the town. And you came together and put on like an incredible fundraiser for her. And I know so many of my friends went and it was just so beautiful to see a local business, you know, like coming together for a community to do that. So how does that experience look for you because I know that you know running a business of itself can be fulfilling but when it comes to being able to contribute to an event like that like it must just bring you so much joy and peace
1: It does. I think that the most important thing is that it brings others the joy and peace as well. And I am all about giving back and I'm all about others. We're all here for each other and loving on each other no matter what. And when we did lose Sarah so suddenly, you know, the day before I was able to give her a friendship bracelet. And that was something that a lot of her friends and the community were able to kind of hold on to because I was able to give that same bracelet to lots of others. So we're about 400 people that were able to receive that bracelet. And they all kind of said the same thing. They said, it just brings me a little bit of closure and peace that I'm able to look at this and think of that. So you know, we were able to raise a lot of money for the family, but every month I actually choose a charity or an organization and a portion of our proceeds go to that every month. So this month for the month of June is a post-traumatic stress disorder organization. So it is the month for that, which people don't even know that. But last month was I did a postpartum. So there was a an organization for postpartum that I was able to donate a portion. But I also have a lot of local families that will come into my studio. Recently, I had a whole family come in and they were all getting a permanent bracelet and they wanted like the specific charm. And I was, I didn't know what the meaning was, but I was like, Oh, this is so cute. You guys are all getting it together. There's like aunts and moms and daughters and everything else. And it was all because of one of the daughters actually lost her daughter at the age of two. And that was the anniversary. And they wanted to get something together to remember that. And I actually get that a lot. I had somebody ask me, Hey, can you create something special for me? I lost my daughter to an overdose years ago. And I want something to remember her. This is a little bit about her. Can you create something? And I'll order specific charms that will be something that I think like, okay, this is just from your description. This is what I see. What do you think of this? So a lot of people don't even think of it beyond just a piece of cosmetic jewelry, but it really does bring others peace. And there's so much more that goes along with it and the creation of it.
0: I think that that's absolutely beautiful. And I'm sure that even initially going into this endeavor and, you know, getting started, like you said, you were just in that one little space you probably never even thought like, oh, maybe one day, you know, I'm going to be helping out in this fundraiser and raising so much money to help a family like with my own business, like to be able to provide back to the community and create special pieces. Like it's just beautiful that your business has been able to enter a space in other people's lives that allows you to, you know, help them through those moments. And like I had mentioned with the permanence, I feel like it's an area that So beautifully is able to embrace not only, you know, special milestones and wonderful moments in life like birth, marriage, anything that wants to be celebrated in like a permanent special way, but also on the flip side in memorials and, you know. In sadder times in life that you still want to hang on to those moments and remember them, but again, in a beautiful way. And it's so special that you're able to have that impact on people. And also, you know, use your own creative outlet to craft something that's really, really special and personalized for that individual person. So I just think it's such a beautiful and unique kind of area that you're in that is really nice to have that personal connection and really make a difference in the lives of the customers that you have, which I just think is wonderful. When it comes to kind of like back-end business things, I know that there's, I feel like hurdles every single week as things are changing and developing, but were there any areas in particular that you struggled with, whether that be you know, back-end systems like websites, social media, or just areas throughout your growth that were kind of a little bit of a learning curve for you?
1: Absolutely. So you brought up social media. Social media, I actually do. my. I run my own social media. I did not... <laughs> Realize how much work actually goes into that, especially with working my full-time job. I can't just go on my phone and just decide that I want to post on Instagram. So, you know, I do have to set up a whole time like Monday evenings and I'll schedule all of a lot of Mm -hmm. my posts, but I don't want things to look just scheduled as well. So I also want to tailor things to the day and the time. So that has definitely been a learning curve. But I also I think that one thing was the price point. That was some. Thing that was, it was huge for me because I wanted to make sure this was accessible to everybody. You know, that when I started, like you had said, it was, it was hard to find something in the area. There was like one other and in Boston and I myself wanted to get something done and I looked at the price point and I was like, I cannot afford a $200 bracelet right now. I just, I can't do it. And I thought, if I'm thinking that there must be a lot of other people that are thinking that as well. So when I did start and have my price point so low, I got, I actually got a lot of pushback from that, believe it or not. You know, people would come to me and they would, they would get the bracelets and they say, wow, we really appreciate this affordability. But then I would have people come in the door and say like, well, why would you have it so low? I'm not, I'm not going to do something like that. I need to have like, I need to have something that's more high end and I'm saying, but you know, this is the quality is still there. It's all tarnish resistant, water resistant. I would never jeopardize the quality. I just want to make it accessible for others. So that is something that believe it or not is, is still a struggle, not just finding the time for like the social media for being in every. Single event, but also being there for my children and being there for my husband and everything else. But it's like, how do you please every single person that walks in your door or that approaches you? And I'm the kind of person who I struggle huge with that. I struggle with rejection, that could be a whole other conversation, but I struggle huge with that. I had some really traumatic things happen in business in the past. And when somebody says, I don't want this because you're not doing it the way I want it to be done, I look at that as a rejection. And that's something that I've, I've struggled huge with, but I've learned through it that I don't want to compromise. I don't want to compromise these things like changing the price point and, and the quality of the products and such and, and changing my materials just to please that one person because I do have my my whole value is I want people to be able to come and afford this. And like you said, celebrate an experience or milestone in their life and also commemorate memories, and things like that. So I want to leave it accessible. So the whole people pleasing thing with me is been a huge challenge. It really has.
0: I'm happy that you brought that up because I really think that that is a very difficult part, if not one of the more difficult parts of owning a business, because especially as your business gets larger and you start to reach a wider audience of people, you know, not everyone is going to agree with what you're doing or, you know, how you're running things or what you're selling. And when you have that like innate personality in you of like, oh, well, I want to make sure that, you know everyone's happy and I'm doing everything right. And it can be so all consuming because you're always feeling like, okay, well, I need to fix this. I'm doing this wrong. But then if you fix that, you know, you're going to have, like you said, a whole other group of people that isn't going to be happy now. And I was talking to, I think my mom a couple of years ago when my business started, you know, growing a little bit bigger and I started getting some pushback on just, you know, different products that I offered and my price points too. You know, I gotten a lot of my fair share of negative messages and emails. And she said, you know what, the fact that you're reaching people now outside of your like, bubble is a good thing. Like the fact that you are getting negative feedback is a good thing because it means you're now reaching that many more. People, not everyone's gonna agree with all of your stuff and like, that's okay. I'm like, no, but you know, it's so difficult to, you know, face that internal struggle and the commentary. And I guess it's just something that we'll continually be working through. But I see where you're coming from because I feel like you are in a very unique area with the price point because of the fact that it's like permanent, but also I was in the same position as you. I was like, I'm not spending $300 on (laughs) a bracelet, you know, but then you have the people who are like, well, if I'm going to have it on, then I want to spend more. You're going to get it from all sides. So I feel like the best thing that I know that you do, and just for any of the small business owners who are listening, is just to know like... In your gut, what your goals are and what your values are and what you're striving towards for the future. And of course, take in the feedback from everyone around you. But at the end of the day, you know, allow that to let you go down the paths that you already want to go down. Cause if you let all the outside voices sway you in every single direction, like you're just going to be all, all over the place. And it's just, it can be a little crazy. <laughs>
1: Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And I think like I have in the past in different businesses that I worked in and such, I did have some experiences where I was told I wasn't enough or I was too much of different things. And it was always trying to fit me into this certain mold. And it's something I struggle with even now where it's, I'm bringing it into my business and thinking, what mold am I supposed to be in? Am I too much or am I not enough of? this, but you're right. It's holding like your own values. And I don't want to let that go because once that happens, then that's when the business will fall apart because I'm not being true to myself. But you know, that it's just something that I had to, I struggled with huge, but Mm -hmm. I am finally at this place where, you know, if if we're not for everybody, that's okay. There's good Somebody who is for that person, but you know, we do have our price point on the lower side, but we do have very quality products. I would never offer something that wouldn't be of quality, I just want to make sure that it's accessible for everybody
0: which I completely love and appreciate so much from my perspective. So (laughs) now moving forward for the future, where do you kind of see linked going? You know, even in the next year, I, I usually I'm like in the next five years, but I feel like you are so ever changing and just striving towards the next thing. So what are some of your goals for the future for this business?
1: So we have some, some of the local goals is I am going to be doing, it's going to be a personalized kind of engraving on these permanent bracelets, which is pretty cool. So stamping where, you know, people want the initials, they want it right there. They want something specific. So we're able to start offering that soon. So you'll be able to kind of pick something you want and come in and be like, hey, I want the initials of me and this person. We'll stamp it right there. We'll be able to put it on you. Permanent jewelry is also moving in some other directions. And I'm not going to completely say where we're going with that, but there will be some new products that I'll be able to offer that are not offered more in local area at all, nowhere. So I'll be able to start announcing that a little bit sooner. But the big focus is really, I really would love to see linked in as many states as possible. Honestly, it's something where the way that we do it is a very different business model than others are doing. Where you know you don't have to own your own, you don't have to pay into a franchise. So I want to make it accessible in other states where other employees can work for us and see what this other business model is because it's very very different. And I think it's really appealing to the other states because the states that we are opening in, they're like, are you serious? This is the business model? Yes. Like they're all jumping in. So if anybody is interested in other states and they want to reach out and see what the business model is and fill out a little application, like we want to see linked in as many states as possible and help others grow their own business in their own state so they can be profitable as well.
0: That's awesome. I was just going to say, I know I have so many listeners who either have a small business or are looking to start up a small business who are all over. So if you are listening, like seriously, reach out because that would be just as so incredible and awesome if you're looking you know to get into a new and exciting industry thank you so much for taking time out of your insanely insanely busy schedule to come and chat with me it has been so wonderful at some point in the future and we will talk off the podcast i would love to get together and do something together so be on the lookout for that at some point or another when life, you know, opens up a little bit for us to plan something. But it has just been so lovely to chat with you. I will leave all of your information down below for anyone looking to follow along or reach out to you directly for more information. And just thank you so much for coming on and chatting today. Thank you, Danielle.
1: I really appreciate this. This was an honor. I love that I was able to speak about linked, but also like the backstory of it, which is Mm -hmm. something anybody can do. Anybody can be an entrepreneur. And I really encourage others to take that dive.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the detailed diary podcast. Make sure to rate and subscribe to the podcast. So you never miss an episode. Be sure to join our community over on Instagram at Detailed Diary Podcast and introduce yourself. I'm looking forward to meeting you over there and I will see you next Wednesday for a brand new episode. Until then, have an amazing week.